Hello, it's Jamie here. Um, I just wanted to say that this episode was recorded in August 2022, so some of the content's a little bit outdated. It's taken us ages to get this episode out because the audio was pretty badly damaged. But we're at a level now that I'm happy with it, so welcome to Talking Mints. <laughs> Our guest today is DJ, who has chosen gin and tonic, but instead of tonic water, he wanted tonic wine, so we've got classic Buckfast. I don't know if we could redo the... No. Gin? Okay, that's fine. No, we've had a dress for gin. Before. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's fucking... The blood of Christ. Yes. Blood of Christ, gentlemen. Thank you. I've had Buckfast in ages. I'm mixing too much in too short a time. Yeah. This is going to be messy. Question, please. DJ's pastry of choice was croissants. So that was good. Body of Christ. <laughs> Wombo asks, what's the most bizarre experience you've had abroad? Uh, Wombo is, of course, your partner, DJ. And she is. I'm not with her I had one earlier on. I went to Prague with me um, two years ago. No, uh, sorry, we were traveling. We were in Prague at one point. We were in Barno, which is the other sort of big city in the Czech Republic. And we found a square in the town and we just sort of sat down, minding the business, but people watching all that stuff. And, and there was a guy talking to these people a bench across with us and you know when you're looking at someone and you're thinking right so that guy's ranting a lot and they look like they're not comfortable with what's what's happening or what's being said or whatever kind of just they play he didn't the guy didn't look like much but he was quite clearly just not pausing for breath and talking at them yeah mm. so they got up and walked away and then the guy turned around and started walking towards us which was a bit of a all right here we go <laughs> let's see what's happening here and he was just it was obviously like rehearsed or he was reading off a bit of paper but he was just speaking without stop and I went to him mate so I was like I'm sorry we, we don't speak um, Czech at all sorry thinking uh-huh. got out of that one and then he did the whole speech in English <laughs> <laughs> and it was basically about how um, Christianity is the cult of Jesus Christ and it's all about sun worship and I was sitting there and I couldn't imagine that my jaw was like dropping lower and lower <laughs> with every sentence and the point where he, he didn't even say like any questions he just walked away at one point and I sat there going what? <laughs> but I've never heard in Christianity about them worshipping the sun well he gave us a leaflet I actually brought it home but then I lost it mm. and he'd highlighted certain parts of it and um, most of it was incoherent but there was a bit that was highlighted, which was basically um, the worship of Jesus Christ comes from sun worship, and then there was something to do with some translation from Latin. Are they mixing up the Son of God with the Son of God? Of God. <laughs> God made the big gas bag. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have no idea, but it's not like the weird, it's not weird as in, you know, well, we went to Magaluf and then I got my foot stuck in a dolphin. It's like weird <laughs> as in, it's just stuck with me for a while because it's pretty absurd. Yeah, fair. Um, I obviously, I've, do you know what? Whenever I thought about this, I was like thinking about holidays and things like that. But obviously, whenever I went traveling, like there was weird stuff happened there. Again, I think I was either in Poland or Czechia at the time, and Mark, who I was with, really likes looking at old uh, buildings and things. So we went to a lot of churches, and we went in and we wandered around. I was like, "This is a nice one, isn't it?" And he just grabbed me and went, "We have to go," and I went, "Why?" And he went, "We we have to go." And he like pulled me out. There was a dead body on the slab just laying out naked. There was like a funeral going on and we were just I'm wondering about going, This is nice. I didn't know this at all. <laughs> and then I saw a woman take a shit in the street. Not oh, lovely. 
ditch and say, just say, hang on. So the naked body on the slab, dead. Yeah. Did you walk into the Da Vinci Code or? I don't know, because I actually, I didn't see any of this. Like, so Mark told me and he was like, we have to leave. But just the guy standing there mourning his dead relative, like fucking tourists. Man. <laughs> <laughs> You're walking out by well, like a hat that says like I love Warsaw or something. Like, but it's nice to see him. Oh, that body looks so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking hell. Taking selfies with a corpse. <laughs> oh dear. You're chilling holiday. There was a guy when I went to Copenhagen and it was hot as fucking anything. And I was just walking down the street just trying to look for shade or beer. And this boy came out of bakery, burst out of bakery like an explosion. Sort of middle-aged. Yeah. Heavy set yeah. man. Just burst out. Like fucking Sonic the Hedgehog. Just burst in the room. <laughs> Kill it. Man. Screaming back at this bakery. Just all kinds of obscenities. Rips his shirt open. Flings it at the bakery and then storms off down the street. Fucking hell. crack hanging in. And, also, and I'm walking past this bakery and there's a woman in there just going, that is really weird yeah. oh you could probably see that in dundee as well oh yeah for sure but i mean that is definitely one of those things that's going to stick with you for some time because yeah, yeah. i mean you go to clarky's 24-hour bakery after the student union shots and you're going to see shit like that yeah. but i suppose people have this idea that denmark's so like clean and like everything's oh, proper yeah. yeah and then you go over there and it's like ah, well they're pretty racist uh -huh. yeah. just like us pretty yeah. good fucking uh, hell on a Thursday <laughs> half past ten on a Thursday just going to Raj at a baker yeah. cool it's right. just, I mean like you go on holidays to like Cavalos and stuff like that and weird stuff does happen Grand but it's kind of this one Grand Canaria was quite weird right suppose, suppose it's not for Grand Canaria it's not weird for them because there's a massive gay scene there. Uh huh. But there's like a bit called the Yumbo Center. Uh -huh. And it's like where all the gay clubs and things are. And it's where a lot of people do like, um, they dress up like the, what you call them, drag queens. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're always there. They're always dead friendly. They always give you free shots when you go past. Mm. Absolutely love them. Nice. And the one guy who came, one time we came past and there was a guy just getting kicked to, I think it seemed like it was just the GT, just. Yeah. Just getting kicked out for hassle. And I don't know what he said in Spanish, but they clearly upset them. And it was just kind of a weird and hilarious sight to see someone in like 10 inch stiletto boot bucket shaking. <laughs> when I was in Paris, I went up to see the Moulin Rouge and saw a boy get tackled and then held at gunpoint while he was arrested. I'd never seen that before. That was quite cool. I was like, oh, the Moulin Rouge. <laughs> I just said it used to be. <laughs> well, so big be. Like, lots of countries are weird, and then you spend a week there, and you look back over the week, and you go, ah, it's maybe just part of the course over there. Yeah. I saw people shooting up in Prague, I think it was, but again, you can see that in Dundee. You can see that in Blair, if you go to the sort of wrong areas at the wrong time of night. Um, when Ross stayed down in Dundee and Stobswell, he used to regularly leave his flat, and there would be syringes just sticking out his door. Yeah. So, ah, nice. Man, he used to deliver Kirkton in Lindy. Yeah. And there was a time I was just doing a delivery, just coming back, and there was a guy just coming out of his door with like a ball of copper wire uh -huh. in his arms. And he just made eye contact with me, and I made eye contact with him, and I just turned my head like, this has nothing to do with me. Yeah, and then you, you held yourself to that copper wire. And... Fuck. If I say anything, you can take that to a forge and come back to it. I'll come back here tomorrow, and again, and again. I'm not making shit. 
It's, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, it's not worth it. Enjoy your copper, mate. There's no copper in my van. <laughs> I bet you'd be nice that at a petrol station folk. What, is there copper in your van? Why? <laughs> I don't know why I thought I would say yes. Why would you? <laughs> Even if there was copper in your van, you'd not. Yeah. A couple of pennies. We're just normal men. What do you mean, normal men? We're just innocent men. <laughs> I don't really know how to say this. Ian, who are not? One, two, three, ask, what's a fact you wish you didn't know? I've got one immediately as soon as I saw this. Because uh, Katie told me right before I went out for pints, and it's, you can clip your teeth with a nail clipper. Oh. And you can feel that as soon as you hear it. Oh. And it just makes you sick to your stomach. Oh, listen, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah, that is something. Like, I was just about to go to the pub and she was like, oh, Jamie, by the way, just so you know. <laughs> Why? With the with the nail clippers in her hands. <laughs> and a bleeding mouth. <laughs> Aye. Well, that's all. Yeah, I really wish I didn't know that. And now all of you know that as well. <laughs> uh, I suppose in the same sort of vein, you can bite through a finger yeah. with the same amount of force it would take to bite through a carrot. I've heard this as well. I don't know if that's actually true. I've, I've been seeing this online quite a lot. Do you want to pick a finger I'm in the mouth? I'm going to try it. <laughs> but what I heard was um, basically because you, as a human, would know how much that would hurt, you're not going to do it unless you're in immediate danger. Yeah. You know, Smeagol and Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's, it's like a, there's a really clever street in your mind. Like, yeah, you basically. You do extreme to yourself unless you... Or to someone else unless, yeah. If you're deranged, then yeah, absolutely. Like if people wouldn't like to make all the silence hospitals yeah can like have small work to one and security before and Jesus like <laughs> a small woman once and she seemed to always fight she was always dead quiet but mm-hmm. one time I don't know what it was to say her all you know, seven large orderlies mm. could not get her down fucking hell she was skinnier than you yeah and smaller than <laughs> Jesus and she was just because she had no inhibitions yeah, yeah hold back no Right. put her whole body into everything those orderlies bruised and battered after it's like it's fucking hell I'm leaving this job <laughs> well it's that thing where if a mother's child's in danger she can lift a car off it or whatever because all the sort of restraints are gone you're like yeah. they're no longer thinking about what yeah. if I knack them yeah you'll tear your own muscles and yeah, and yeah. I'm just going to eat some ham you hold the Looks good. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, do you want the juice plant? Yeah. <laughs> what I want what I would quite like to do right now is explain Naham have I told you about Nehamni cheese? Nehamni cheese. I've heard you say it before, but uh one of the guys that I used to work with who have actually I think I mentioned on he's the guy that told me about the woman with the green woolly hat the <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I I was still laughing about when I was listening about it. But um he told me about a guy that he used to work with in the Sainsbury's in Dundee when he was doing night shift. Mm. No, Morrison's in Perth even, he was doing night shift. Mm-hmm. And this guy had been circumcised, circumcised for medical reasons. Yeah. And they all used to take the piss out of him for it. And his comeback was always, ah, nay ham, nay cheese. <laughs> and I could find that that is a big truth. <laughs> so on the subject of knobs and knob cheese, we... DJ and I were speaking about this a little bit. <laughs> Do you know why your knob's shaped the way that it is? 
why my specific <laughs> I, I don't think I've seen your knob are you asking me why my knob is flat <laughs> uh, so you've got like, the mushroom bit at the top and that is evolutionary to pull out the semen of whoever's fucked oh, the woman beforehand ducks have like a brush or something yeah, and some ducks have like a brush in the end but that's how uh, humans have evolved that shaped cock 90% effective yeah 90% effective that is quite interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's 90% effective with one thrust, <laughs> was what we read. <laughs> one thrust does plenty. <laughs> Bang, and the cum is gone. <laughs> oh, I don't want that. I wish I didn't. Right. It's like, have you ever played The Last of Us? Yeah. yeah. The, the zombies with the fungus. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a fungus that actually exists like that in the rainforest in the Amazon, and it only affects insects. Okay. Correctly, but what it does is it gets into their mind, well, specifically in ants, and it gets them to go back to their colony before it sprouts and then spores again to infect the most ants. Oh, yeah, I think I have heard about that. Yeah, just a video about that the other day, actually. Because ants have a thing where if an ant is sick or quite visibly dying, the other ants will take shock it out. I discovered. So, this is a fungus that hasn't only learned or evolved to like control an ant and make it like go on belief so yeah. it can spore everywhere yeah. but it's also gone double whammy and gone yeah. right well your children are next <laughs> which is fucking mental it's not spread to like mammals or anything yeah no no because someone someone had pointed out that mammals have a much better fungal tolerance than insects yeah things to do with our exoskeletons or something yeah but it's to do with our internal body temperature as well um, which is why you can inhale all the black mold you want and you'll be <laughs> fine. <laughs> this isn't. See, I do tend to edit it out, but the amount of gross noises you're making this fucking podcast. Like, we'll be halfway through asking questions and you just hear you in the background. <laughs> no, that's not fair. I normally wait. I normally wait until there is a silence because I know you can edit it out. But there, I actually know recalling it now. There's definitely a couple of times where I just fucking go hell. <laughs> Hello, good evening. In the last hour, the death has been announced of Michael. He was shot. Tara, Tara the ports? Question. What's a Disney quote you can use in bed? Simba's the classic one. Yeah, I was going to say, I think everyone's got a story. I've just seen the sound joke before uh-huh yeah so someone oh they'll go me land i'm trying to make a man out of you <laughs> let's get down to business to defeat your ass <laughs> to infinity and beyond is always a good one oh you can you can work buzzing with you into there oh so much way. yeah any which way you want there's a sneaky man i thought did, did disney really have that many memorable quotes though disney movies like they're good movies but I mean, a lot of it comes from either quotes like To Infinity and Beyond or You've Got a Friend in Me or they come from the songs like Let It Go and stuff like that. You can say Let It Go during sex. <laughs> because Disney and Star Wars now, have I am your father. Oh. <laughs> yeah, if this is Star Wars quotes in the bedroom, <laughs> sign me up. That is why you feel. <laughs> I've waited a very long time for this, my little green friend. <laughs> Use the force. 
Classic. Yeah, use the voice, of course. I don't like sand. <laughs> this deal's getting worse by the minute. <laughs> oh, and of course the classic. Oh <laughs> no! It's just a disgusting noise to add into the fucking catalog. Oh. The repertoire of weirdos. That whenever I laughed there, my phone just went. Siri popped up and went, "Are you okay?" Who <laughs> clearly thought I was like, "Yeah, I was still okay." Man, breathe. We're gonna create freaks, Jamie. What do you mean? Traitorous freaks. <laughs> Connor asks, based on the character's personality alone. Which Marvel character do you think you could be? You get their powers and their kit. So he asked us this in Spoons, and me and Michael did answer. And I don't I, remember what I answered. I don't remember what you answered either. I remember what I answered, but I wasn't listening to you because I'm a sociopath. So I said Spider-Man, but you can now drink and swear, and you guys basically said, well, oh, that's just that's, Deadpool. Yeah, it's just Deadpool. But, yeah, I like the humanity of Spider-Man. I was going to say who's tall, but that's not a personality, is it? But it's not a personality to be tall. Like you treat it like... And on that subject, um, I found out yesterday that Michael is taller than She-Hulk. Michael's six foot eight, and Jennifer as She-Hulk is six foot seven. There we go. Yep. Isn't the Hulk like nine foot or something? Aye, the Hulk's huge. Oh, I'm not fighting her boyfriend. <laughs> it's her fucking cousin. That's even worse. No, what are the fucking green? <laughs> Probably. Hulk. I'm quite a temperamental person in gym. Yeah, you keep your calm for a long time, but then... And you always wear green. I do always wear green. Yeah. Fucking hips. <laughs> Is it school last night? Oh, we don't know, because the game turned off halfway through and wouldn't broadcast on BBC Scotland. Ah, that's good. At least I had a game of football to watch. What were you doing watching Coronation Street? Game the holes. Yeah, he's got you there. Uh, I'm shagging your sister. I am aware. <laughs> Gotta be a shag of my sister joke every podcast I The people need to know. Here's the thing, Jamie. It's not a joke. Right. You're not doing that in the mic. You're whispering things in the second episode. Like, I'm, I'm afraid it went right through me. Ah, uh, yeah. It is. Like, is that intentional? <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, it made me uncomfortable because I don't like the sound of my own voice, particularly in whispering. <clears throat> that reminds me of that uh, no specking chat. Oh, <laughs> Which is Can you imagine if the nice fucking boy was whispering it? That would be even worse. That would be fucking disgusting. I was going to whisper it, but I don't. I don't want to put anyone to do that. No, I feel. soapy. You're soapy, and you're still no specking. You actually sound dead on there. Are you the nice? <laughs> do it in like a knackered fridge. <laughs> it's like ASMR, and. Michael, I'm sorry. <laughs> so this episode's 22 minutes long, and once I've edited it, 10 minutes of using the content, maybe. Once we take out all the vile noise and... <laughs> I prefer my bops to your whispering. <laughs> That's fair. Moral character. Who oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's, um... Who am I? Who are you in Marvel? Do me like a BuzzFeed quiz. Short and sweet. Cyclop. 
I can see his Ant Man. You're Cyclops as a cop. Fuck Cyclops. <laughs> I can see his Ant Man. Uh, and the oh, I said the fucking the bite um Black Widow. Because oh, that's uh, his knuckle. Yeah, the um Guardian. Yeah, yeah, Red Guardian. Guardian. Go for that. Never been in jail. Probably never will be. But I like his style. Have you thought for Captain America? I will. Cool. I will. Like Kepler's memory. I will put Mikhail Gorbachev in the fucking ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gorbachev isn't listening. I think Gorbachev probably will be listening to this. We have a listener in um, Russia. Oh. Yeah. Because obviously I can see some of the analytics. <clears throat> I can see where we're most popular. And there's one guy who's listened to the first episode four times in Mother Russia. Union of Lands. I just love the idea of this guy going, Kevin needs hot dogs from Ken. (laughs) Commander, you've rained on my glorious parade. For this, I'm sending everything I've got at you. But I won't let you have the satisfaction of catching me. I'm escaping to the one place that hasn't been corrupted by capitalism. Space! Phantom Avengers asks, what famous celebrity is actually still a decent human being? And I had to think fairly hard on it earlier on, but Danny DeVito. Yeah, Danny DeVito's always my go-to. And his wife. What's his wife called? Sally. She was in Cheers. Oh, all right. She was uh, Diane DeVito's wife in Matilda. Oh, Rhea, Rhea Perlman? Nah. Rhea Perlman. Um, yeah, those two are really fucking decent. Is she related to Ron Perlman? I don't know. Nepotism of Hollywood strikes again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they were really... they. The last who played Matilda, her mum was really ill when they were filming Matilda, so she went to go and live with Danny and Rhea. And... Basically, the mum was on her deathbed and died of Vito because he directed and produced and starred in Matilda. He was able to steal a copy of the movie so that Matilda's mum could see it before she died, which was really nice. That is really nice. And they effectively adopted the lassie until she could go somewhere else. Another one that I thought of was Brendan Fraser. Yeah. He's a genuine good cunt. He's, he's just... Like one of the saddest stories in all. Aye, it is. It's such a shame. Because Keanu Reeves is meant to be sound. I thought about Keanu Reeves earlier on, and then I remember there was something, but I can't remember what it was. I think it was maybe something to do with Israel. All right, okay. A charity event, yeah. but I don't know. My parents were in. Feel free to cut that one in case we go. <laughs> <laughs> in case we get taken to court. <laughs> My parents were in Italy and they were having lunch. And they looked over and Keanu Reeves was in the same restaurant as them. And your dad looked over and went, Whoa, Keanu Reeves. And Keanu Reeves looked over and went, Whoa, old James. <laughs> wow, trippy man. <laughs> uh, and my mum was like, Oh, yeah, it's absolutely amazing. Like, the guy from Bill and Ted. And I was like, Mum, he was in The Matrix, <laughs> which was huge. John Wick, which she won't watch because of the dog. Oh. <laughs> um, and I. And various other things. Yeah, he's been quite a lot. Speed. Speed, yeah. Uh, he did. Oh, he played Van Helsing in a movie. And his accent was fucking minging. <laughs> Whoa, Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect to see you here. Your attire is most bodacious. 
wow, I know Kung Fu. We're trying to say celebrities that are nice and we're like, oh, let's take the piss out of Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Brian Cranston? Yeah, I think he's pretty sound. He was in, um, obviously I said that I'm watching Seinfeld at the moment. He was in Seinfeld. He played, I think he was a love interest of uh, Elaine's. Um, Scurney Weaver. Scurney Weaver, yeah. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill seems like a really yeah. down, yeah. I've just finished listening to um, one of the Witcher books mm-hmm. on audio thing and really enjoyed it. Is yeah. it him who reads it? No, it's a guy, I don't know if he's done anything else, uh, but I didn't bother look him up, but he does a lot of voices and I appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's good. I've only really tried to listen to audiobooks once. I tried to get into the Game of Thrones one. And also there was a uh, Dungeons and Dragons one that I tried to listen to. The Game of Thrones one was fine. But the D&D one, the guy's voice is just like, it sounded really off. So it was for Curse of Strad, which was what we were playing. Uh, um, and any time he was Strad von Zarevich, he was like, Hello, it's me, Strad. I'm here to suck him. This is my wife. <laughs> yeah, this is my wife, Irina. And I was like, no, nah, I can't fucking listen to this. This is my neighbour, the D&D party. They are a pain in my ass over this. <laughs> I went Dutch there. Yeah. Not really Dutch. Not really Dutch. <laughs> well, this is going to be the worst one yet. <laughs> <laughs> what was the question? Oh, the decent celebrities. Yeah. Yeah. Strad von Zarevich? Yeah, why not? Hans my life. Hans, Hans, Hans Borat. <laughs> Borat, yeah, the celebrity Borat. Horrible person. You know the starter question? The nicknames Cheesemongers, Cherry Pickers, Bob's Own, the Emperor's Chambermaids, and the Immortals are or have been used for which groups of men? You're Miss Bright. Homosexual? No, they're regiments in the British Army. <laughs> They'll be very upset for you, you miss. Figure man, man doggy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I thought I was trying to find it to who's your favourite historical figure. Oh. No, I did read that one earlier on and I was like, I'm going to... That's just the German dog. Dog it. Doggy. Um, dog it. I'm going to try and not be too controversial, so I've decided that I'm not going to pick anyone from the last 200 years, otherwise oh, okay. things of me will change. Yeah. Um, because I appreciate people that killed a lot of fascists. Who's the fucking weirdest cunt going? Because weird cunts are usually pretty, pretty funny. Uh, Caligula of Rome. Aye, Caligula's a good one to put in. I mean, he's utterly batshit, but I mean, like, Aye. we're so horrible mention. We're, we're like 2,000 years removed from that where we can go, ah, oh, that's funny. Yeah. Like, the families of the people that he burned down are going to be like, too soon? Yeah, <laughs> that's not funny. <laughs> Get the Egyptians knocking at the door, aye. Um, Caesar made it. I see there's a good shout because he was we got captured by pirates told the pirates that they would regret it when the pirates asked for his ransom he said that's ridiculous you need to make it higher I'm a, I'm a very important person and when they did eventually ransom him all he told them I'll come back for you and I will crucify you and they laughed and he went away got his own, bought his own fleet came back caught them and then crucified them <laughs> fucking hell I don't know that he also um, when he was uh, kidnapped by those pirates used to go to his bed and then when they were up like drinking and playing games he would go through and be like can you fucking keep it down <laughs> <laughs> which is like mad confident yeah I'd be breaking it if I was captured by pirates 
I wouldn't be like, I'm going to crucify you. I'd be like, can I, like, go to the toilet? <laughs> yeah. So, like, you got any buck fucks? Or... <laughs> what, what are you even drinking? What is that? It's just a grog. Madry. <laughs> just mad. Horny, like mad horny. You said that have over 200 lovers in his life. Uh, like you see, the thing I don't understand about Julius Caesar is Cleopatra was supposed to be one of the most beautiful women on all planet, yeah. and I understand the political sort of pulling of the strings and all that sort of stuff. You look at Caesar's bust and you look at the recreation of him, and that boy was fuck ugly. Oh yeah, 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 proper. People love confidence. I but that's it. He had a lot of power. Yeah, smashing big cock. <laughs> <laughs> I say that in your history book, says I'm like, it doesn't have to say it. I've got pictures. I've got a fucking pop up back in the dick, man. You've got Caesar Scuddies. <laughs> Just standing there looking at everyone thinking, I've got a big cop. That could be a brute. <laughs> Just well, Rome burned. <laughs> Carved stone tablets of his knob. <laughs> Cleopatra, another message from uh, Caesar. Three guys have the cat. <laughs> Come on, I'm sure there's. Uh, George Danton from the French Revolution is pretty good because he was he was another boy that was proper ugly. He was like pockmarked and all that, mm. but he was revolutionary figure and he was well read. But he basically looked and acted like a worky, <laughs> right? Like he was just the sort of guy that you'd see down in the pub on a Friday night, and he's already blurred and he's got hands that are like that thick, like <laughs> fucking. Six inches thick because he's been working that hard, mm. and he can't even respect. It's basically McBee. <laughs> ah, right. Okay. <laughs> so this revolutionary figure was basically McBee. Yeah. Um. So he's up there for me. I felt. I I had a little think about this, but I couldn't actually really think of anyone, and I, I don't know why. Like pick someone and I'll tell them how of shit. Well, I said, uh, Mad King Caligula. Oh yeah, yeah, that's about so. Um, but we already know. Yeah. Um, I quit like um, Judas, the six foot eight guy stabbed, uh, <laughs> stabbed Jesus. I heard he's very handsome. Have, yeah. He's got a tiny cock though, tiny flat cock. For context, because the episode isn't out, and um, in the last episode we decide that he is Judas. <laughs> no, that's no, it's out, it's out actually. That's what I should say, yeah. Um, and because I have... Ju- sorry, Judas, <laughs> as a, a tiny cog. That's why he went and stabbed Caesar as well with smashing big boga. Ah, I didn't realise that Judas went on to stab Julius Caesar. Every major stabbing in history has been done by one man. Yeah. <laughs> it's all been Judas, and it's all been about cog science. <laughs> I want you to do, like, your 23 and me and find out if you are directly related to Judas. I don't think so, because my mum did that ancestry thing. Mm. And lots of people come back in the same cog. We got the ancestry results. We got it from the month for Christmas or whatever. Aye. And they come back and it's like, oh, we've got percentages from this part of the of Europe or you know, Asia or Africa and stuff like yeah. that. And my mum got hers back and it's like, you are a hundred percent Scottish, <laughs> which and from like the same area as well, oh. which implies heavy inbreeding. Yeah, <laughs> well, that explains a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got mine back and. Unsurprisingly, it was like Scottish, Irish, and Scandinavian. And considering I look like a ghost, and I've got naturally blonde hair and blue eyes and shit, I'm like, ah, shit. And I'm a Swedish chef, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I really just wasn't surprised by it at all. 
But my mum does family history, so she looks through and sort of sees who we were related to. And it's like, oh, your ancestors were so amazing. They were all like criminals and prostitutes. <laughs> and we were very poor forever. Yeah, my mum did the, the sort of family tree thing where you look back through the records. She's really interesting. Oh, yeah, that's what my mum did. The, um, the, the DNA kit type thing. Mm. And it was all farmhands. Yeah. And housekeepers. Mm-hmm. Well, as far back as it could go, pretty much. Yeah. And I've become a gardener. Oh, you said? Yeah. It's kind of a farmhand. It's an insect blue. It's You're one little land. We're going to bring back chronology. Get the calipers out. <laughs> You've got the brow ridge of a farmer. <laughs> <laughs> That's the shit. I did one for my dad, and he got mostly just Scottish, Scandinavian, a wee bit of Irish. Yeah, but and then think... there's one tiny bit, just randomly Italian. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> Caesar. <laughs> Fully a Caesar. Yeah, just all the same bit, and then just Italy. Weird. Just... That's cool as fuck. Yeah, that's quite smart. Unless it's one of those folk that landed on the shores in 1946, in which case, maybe. Everyone's going to love you for choosing a bit of Queen. What track are we playing and why, please? We're playing Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. Mm-hmm. Because Matt Hancock's a cunt. What do the numbers mean on Buckbuck? It is actually to do with um, the moulds for when they're making the glasses. All oh, right. So it doesn't mean a lot. I think... Lower numbers are supposed to be the ones that come out the cast first. Right, okay. And then the higher numbers are last. But in reality, it doesn't mean anything. But there's always stories about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's and more better. Yeah. Stuff to do with monks' toenails. They came out first, it'd be the best. They came out at the end, you'd kill the dregs. Yeah, kind of the sludgy. Yeah. The agnostic one asks What food gave you the worst food poisoning and where was it from? What? You got What was the name of that Chinese that used to be at the top of the road? Charlie Chance. Charlie Chance. Yeah. Um, I had some chicken nuggets and chips over there one night, like eight years ago. And it was, it was fine. And then I was just walking along the road and I felt a twinge in my gut. Ah, uh, that's not good. <laughs> Being a teenager at the time, it must have been more than eight years ago. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> You're the oldest guest we've had yeah. so far. And I just thought, well, where's the nearest toilet? So I thought the petrol station. So I went up. So they have tons of lucky park. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to sort of fast walk there as much as I could while clenching my arse cheeks at the same time. <laughs> but last I did not make it. I went into that petrol station defeated. Oh. Just looked the man in the eye and said, I'm using your toilet. <laughs> so a couple of years ago, me and Ross and Kev went to the cinema in Camperdown Dundee. And then we went to the KFC in Camperdown Dundee because we always did um, if we were there. Then we went back to Ross's for a couple of drinks. And I think the three of us had actually had to use the toilet at Ross's quite suddenly anyway. And then it got to sort of leaving time and me and Kev were walking down the road. And I had to turn to him and was like, can we speed this up because I am going to shit myself. And he was like, really? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, like, move. And so we sort of power walked down the hill. We were just outside Little's Fish Shop. Uh, and we usually do like a stop and chat there because that's where we split paths. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not starting. I was there. And I started running. And if you think you're going to shit yourself 
and you run, you're going to shit yourself. <laughs> so I did. And I was walking really slowly, defeated, as you say, towards the house. Um, and I was like passing people. It was late, but people were still out. Um, and I was like, they know, they all know, they all know that I've shot myself. There was no fucking way. Like, I had a long jacket on, and I went into the house, up the stairs, started running the bath, cleaned myself off, and my mum started knocking at the door, and she's like, is everything all right? And I was like, everything's fine. <laughs> I, that was my favourite jeans. So <laughs> was your favourite jeans. Always the ones that just fit just right. Hi. <laughs> I shit myself, but I've never put it down to food poisoning. But yeah, I, well, you talk about shitting yourself in Katie's episode when you're ill. Yeah, not from food poisoning. I'm not convinced I've ever had food poisoning. To be honest, I don't think I've ever had food poisoning properly. Strong gut. Yeah, fair. I got food poisoning off a prawn mayo sandwich out of the old Tesco's on the high street, and I was doing rehearsals for Scrap Happy, so I was singing and dancing things like that, and I was like, um. Just feeling a little bit faint. I'm just going to step outside. And I just vomited everywhere. And just left. I think I Irish goodbye. I was like, I'm not going to fucking stink in a spew to then do a dance routine to fucking Paolo Nettini. I was like, nah. No the day. <laughs> Morning, Mike. Oh, hello. What are you glued to, Cameron? Uh, just your screen, unfortunately. Unfortunately? What do you do for a living, well. Cameron? I'm a carpenter. A carpenter, right. So how safe is that for the climate? Well, I work with timber, which is a much more sustainable material rather than concrete. I also but you work with trees out. that have been cut down then, don't you? It's a sustainable building practice. How is it sustainable if you're killing trees? Because it's regenerative, you can grow trees. Right. Well, you can, you can grow all sorts of things, can't you? Well, you can't grow concrete. You can. See you, Cameron. Cheerio. That was Cameron. Uh, he grows trees and then cuts them down and then makes things from them. Brilliant. Marvellous. I don't think I ever want to talk to any of those people. My user, 67912, asks, who is your celebrity crush and why? I've got a few. Uh, I've always liked Emma Stone. Yeah. Small ginger. Good actress. Funny. <laughs> Do you know who else is small and ginger? Who? Captain Caveman. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I hang about with Ross Gibbons. <laughs> uh, is Captain Caveman ginger? No, I don't think he is. He's a breed. Yeah. Maya Hawk at the moment. Oh, Cousin Matt. Cousin from the yeah, Ash family. Yeah. Cousin Matt's. Cousin Matt's ginger, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still think Cousin Matt's short, though. Maya Hawk, since she was in Stranger Things. I was like, alright. She is Robin. Damn. They're not all kids. No, Maya Hawk's our age, which is a big spectrum, but uh, Maya Hawk is about my age. She's not Uma Thurman's daughter. She's Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke's daughter. Uh, she was in Tarantino's latest movie, Once Upon a Time. Hell yeah. I've not seen it. She plays one of uh, Charles Manson's girls. Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie's in it, yeah. Dreamy. Dreamy. Mm. Dreamy. Four in the Yoda in the room. <laughs> My type she is. Do you mean Margot Robbie is me? Henry Cavill, because he's an absolute. 
And yeah, 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 yeah. Time was wet with your lane, man. I always forget your bike. Always should be. I um, me and Kate have been rewatching Doctor Who, and we've not long finished season four, which is David Tennant's last one. Yeah, which has got Catherine Tate in it. Mm-hmm. And the amount of times we were watching it, and Catherine Tate's on screen, and you're sat, sat, sort of sitting there going, Am I attracted to Captain Tate? <laughs> and a couple of times I went, I'll keep away with Captain Tate. Yeah. Don't know I had so much a crush as in a sort of, I suppose, I, I think she's funny. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. And, um, it's not a typical celebrity crush. No, I wouldn't say so. Some high. Some high, okay. That's still gone. Debbie Harry. Debbie Harry. Debbie Harry. Yeah. We haven't said it on the podcast yet, and I say it in real life all the time, <laughs> is uh, eat my feet. And we were talking to Kev one day when he was drunk, and he was like, oh, if I was Debbie Harry, I wouldn't have any feet. And we went, why wouldn't you have any feet? And he went, because I'd eat my own feet. Which is truly the greatest compliment you can give someone. I don't know what it means at all, but basically, on this, obviously, I say shut fuck up quite a lot. But generally, in everyday conversation, I will tell people, just eat my feet. <laughs> uh, why would you? I don't know. Like, and we've asked him about it, and he's like, I don't know why I said that. But that part has just stuck with me. So I think I said, well, I've got a few, and then I think I only said like two. Did you read Maxwell? <laughs> That's right, yeah. Uh, the ideal would cover up your crimes. <laughs> it's a toss up between Jolene Maxwell and Amber Fred at the moment. Princess Diana. <laughs> Our princess. The people's princess. Rosewood. Our Rose West. Myra Henley. Fun. <laughs> Myra Henley's dead underage dog, Poppet. <laughs> Poppet, Poppet, Poppet. I can't remember. Been a while since I read about the Moors murders. I always end up getting down a fucking rabbit hole. <laughs> Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. Oh, the name of me, right? Yeah, we're not naming crushes anymore. We're naming women. <laughs> <laughs> what famous women can you think of? Sigourney Weaver. Again, again. Well, I'm going to try and get Sigourney Weaver in here. Every answer, man. There's a thing in the Alien quadrilogy. Mm. Which is like a, a how they it's like I know what the trilogy is. No, okay. I'm sure. <laughs> Very good. Like it. It's the um, the additional bits, like the behind the scenes type stuff. Yeah. Uh, the extras. And it's Ridley Scott talking about the first Alien movie, yeah. and you know the bit was the Grimmy Weavers just in our pants and our yeah. like base top or whatever it is. Oh, in the first week up. Uh, and I think towards the end as well. It's been a long time since I've watched that, right? Anyway, basically, Ridley Scott was greeting and moaning because uh, Sigourney Weaver refused to pull her pants up and refused to shave her pubes, so they were in a lot of shots where she was half naked. Mm-hmm. And he said they had to spend like some ridiculous amount of money to get a guy to airbrush it out <laughs> <laughs> uh, because it would change it from like an R rating to an X rating or something. Ah, uh, a movie or a game's X rated, it's basically fucked. Because that's what happened with GTA San Andreas as well. Uh, you know, the. It was just covered in pubes. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So GTA San Andreas originally had a mini game where if you went on a date as CJ, you could then like have a mini game where you fucked the lassie. Ooh. 
And it's a wee bit of the game, but it was still in the game. It was still in the files. Yeah. So it came out as the hot coffee mod on PC. And then they went, oh, no, it's not a mod. It's actually still in the game files. And they checked the old PS2 files and things like that. And I think Rockstar had to pay quite a lot of money because of that. Because they said, no, we've deleted it. We've got rid of it. Because mm. it would have been an X-rated game and they wouldn't have sold. Yeah. I mean, it's. I think that's one of the highest grossing games for PS2 ever. You want coffee, baby? Alright, let's have us some coffee. You better be fit and strong, Carl. Go, girl. I hope you're a girl. I never understood the phrase meaningless sex. Please, Carl, more. You should do this for a living. For Triple's question, it's a long one. Although Barrett Landscape holds a certain amount of austere beauty, the lack of stratified mixed canopy forest screams depressing and human despondency. Without nature nurturing you, overcompensating might be the norm. But no, Scots are such an angry people ready to fight or suicidal. But either of you been in a fist fight or considered suicide? I will fight the man that asked that question. I... <laughs> I'll kill myself. <laughs> I, uh, I tried to find out if that was like a quote from something, but I couldn't find anything... So I think it's just this boy going on a tangent. He maybe doesn't like Scotland. Uh, I've been in a fist fight. I've mentioned before on the podcast about getting headbutted. It's not really a fist fight, was it? Well, I got headbutted and then that led to a fist fight. The follow-up from that was him and a bunch of his pals jumped me. And I think he got one punch in and I had said to him, like, I'm no fucking hitting you. So I've got a scar there, I think. Scar on my eyebrow. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I can actually. So that was um, that. And the guy's since apologised to me because it was all a fucking misunderstanding. Basically, one of his pals took a disliking to me and said that I'd been saying stuff about his mum and his sister. So I got jumped for it. Um, but he has, like I say, since apologised. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been seriously suicidal. I've been depressed. Yeah. Like, I'm on fucking antidepressants now. But as you both know, I've been in many a scuffle. Ah, yeah, of course, yeah. Many a scuffle, been incarcerated once. Um, never been seriously suicidal. No. Been depressed, but never suicidal. Yeah, I think most people in this day and age have been depressed. There's a lot to be depressed about. Yes. <laughs> Michael, have you ever known to fight? I've fought my brother quite a lot. I've exchanged punches with mates but I wouldn't call it a fist fight yeah it's the someone who's punched you in the leg you've punched them back because you're both annoying each other type and it's not really it's like whenever uh, I stabbed Strun he headbutted me or kicked me in the nose sorry I guess in a way yes but yeah. not that at all yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> just on the topic of um, the jail I uh, that is a guy that I work with who the other week told me and a couple of other boys uh, that he was in the jail some years ago and to pass the time he used to put a plastic bag out his window to lure in seagulls he would then <laughs> trap the seagull bring it back in his cell and torture it that's fucking terrible <laughs> which is one of the you know those moments where you're standing there and you're proper I don't know what to say to that no because what the fuck do you, that is psychopathic smile and nod yeah yeah, yeah. like <sighs> Oh, I don't know. That's weird as fuck. What was he in the jail for? Thomas and Seagulls. 
brings us to our next question. Can you punch a goose? Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. That's a great question. Who's, who's asked that? Can you legally punch a goose? Yeah. No, the, I think the guy literally says, can I legally punch a goose? Uh, you've got some kind of special status. No. Um, I think they are. In a whole country, you're in, maybe. Yeah, let's do it. There's got to be. I mean, in England, it's technically legal to shoot a Welshman with a crossbow at certain times of the year. Yeah, I've heard about this before. So maybe there's a time where you can just, you know, square the locusts. Yeah. And uh, um, self defense. What's on? Redemption Vicious. Redemption Man 1899 asks Can I punch a goose legally? Uh, I've spoken about my disdain of large birds on this podcast a few times. <laughs> Which is um, a real shame because next time we're getting big bud on the <laughs> But uh, my KP listened to the first episode of this and he was like talking to me about large birds because his fiance is a large bird. <laughs> well, I don't know, I've not seen her. She stays in the States and he was like, oh, she's got a fear of like peacocks and birds in general. She explained she never really had much of a fear of anything until Michael Jackson died. So she had a huge phobia of Michael Jackson. Once he died, it just opened up her world. Yeah. And she was like, oh my God, I'm not scared of anything anymore. And then she was like, scared of this, scared of that, scared of this. And it's the second she saw that swan doing a moonwalk. <laughs> her whole life, it's just Michael Jackson is the fear. Yeah. Just seek morally. And then as soon as he's gone, it's like, it's other shit. <laughs> it's other shit. I hadn't realized it was scary stuff that might actually affect my day-to-day life. <laughs> Walking past the peacock going, well, at least it's not Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah. And then it just turns and looks around and goes, eh, <laughs> <laughs> Is that the first peacock impression I've done? It won't be the last. <laughs> I don't think you can legally punch a goose. I think there's going to be several, especially in Scotland and the UK, you're either going to get the RSPCA or the RSPCB. Yes. Or in Scotland, it's the SSPCB, I think. Something like that. Um, also, as much as I'm not into these like large fowl, uh, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to get close enough to punch one. I'd be fucking terrified. And what if someone else was holding it then? <laughs> that's just weak. That's, that's poor part. You would face the best one up. Yeah. <laughs> I want to fight for my chips on the beach. <laughs> punch the fire guard right here. <laughs> Funnily enough, I don't agree with foie gras, even though I don't like geese. <laughs> but, right, I don't like them, but I won't see them getting tortured. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, that is that's a decent position to have. There's things that I don't like where you don't necessarily go, oh, well, that should be force-fed until it's... <laughs> um, foie gras is delicious, but it's inhumane. I remember staying at Centre Parks on holiday when I was like, just a wee bairn. Mm-hmm. And how signs are all the houses there that just says be be careful of them the birds all right okay i didn't pay much attention to it when i was young until one morning when everybody got woken up by this tapping noise and it was literally just <laughs> just like what is that <laughs> so my dad goes out it's coming through the back door and it's just it's the glass door yeah and he just moves the curtain to the side and there's just a duck just there right <laughs> in the bottom corner just going and just say, what the fuck? <laughs> it's just that used to people feeding it. Oh, it just right, comes right, to the right. barn door. Right. It's just like, beep me. Beep me. I think what people uh, forget quite a lot is that birds are literal dinosaurs. Well. <laughs> yeah. That duck wasn't after your bread. <laughs> and that duck was after your dad's 
children. <laughs> yeah, my sister went to try and feed them one day. There was a swan there instead. Oh, fuck that. It's just... I got bit by a swan when I was younger. They're just plastic. Swans are horrible. It's because they know that they fuck yes. <laughs> They know that they're protected. They know that they can get away with stuff. I think we should be allowed to... Just kill them. Yeah, commit genocide. Just kill them. <laughs> I think the um, statute of limitation is up on this that I can talk about it now, but whenever I was a kid, I went, I used to go shooting, because my family obviously own a shooting, fishing shop, so I used to go beating with my uncle, and someone, we were lamping for ducks, and someone shot a swan, um, and looking back on it now, I would have taken that home, because I would love to be swan. But we ended up just leaving it, and the guy who shot it was, I don't remember the guy's name or anything like that, so if the Queen's listening, <laughs> I'm not, I have no idea. Certainly, it doesn't matter. Anyway, when the Queen goes, there's just going to be one really long guillotine, and every swan in the country is going to be outside. <laughs> there's like an old story. I don't know if it's a story or a joke, but it's about a, a gamekeeper who shoots a swan by accident, and he's in Corbel, right? Mm-hmm. And um, he's on, on trial. And he's going, look, I didn't mean to shoot it. I was hunting grouse or whatever. Mm. And I, I shot this swan. And the judge is like, all right, fair fucks. What did you do with it? And he was like, well, no point wasting it. So I took it home and ate it. And the judge is like, my God, man, what did it taste like? And he went, a bit like golden eagle. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ali's dad, my girlfriend's dad, he used to work with the, well, works of bear on the roads. Oh, yeah. So sometimes they have to pick up just roadkill just to get it in the way. And sometimes they have to just keep them for some reason. I don't remember why. I think John Christie, he used to work yeah. for Bear for a while. He's mentioned this before as well. You just stick him in a big freezer. Yeah. He says he walked in there one day and he shot himself because he opened the freezer and there's just this massive swan with its wings in Just an eye. And you open it and the lights go on. It's just there. <laughs> <laughs> the crucifixion of swan. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I don't think you can legally punch a goose. I don't think you'd want to get close enough to try and punch a goose. Geese have teeth. Geese have a lot of teeth. Geese are nasty cunts. Again, back to bars and things like that. I stayed out in the country for a weekend, I think, with my ex. And that was when she discovered that I was scared of peacocks. Because there was two roaming there. I heard it first. And I was like, there's a fucking peacock here. And she was like, so... And I was like, Nick, I'm fucking terrified of peacocks. And she had a black car at the time. And we were in the house and I could hear it outside just, eh, and like pecking away at stuff. And I looked and I was like, it's fucking fighting its reflection in your car. And she found it hilarious. She found it hilarious that I wouldn't go out and like, I tried to spray it with a hose and things like that. <laughs> and the next day we went out to the car and she was like, Jamie, my car's dented the fuck. And I was like, I fucking told you. <laughs> But I think she got more joy out of watching me just being scared of this thing than she ever cared about that car. Do peacocks even come? Peacock? I don't know where they're coming from. Country clubs. clubs. <laughs> Country clubs, hotels. Hell. Hell. Let's see that it's good ballad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was enough to be something left out the Blair on the Eagle Road. Mm. There was an albino one, wasn't that? Yes. Then uh, Skin Palace. I've never seen them anywhere. I'm going to Google where the peacocks come from. Sri Lanka, India, Sri Lanka. Uh, the green peacock is found in Java and Myanmar, Burma. I don't know, okay. 
So yeah, another thing that has been stolen from Asia <laughs> and brought back to this horrible, horrible country. Um, speaking of birds, there's a question that I would quite like to ask. Yeah, go for it. If I have your permission. Yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Just cut the line. <laughs> it's going back to episode one, chaos. <laughs> All right. No, because you asked the last one, but yes. That's fair. No. Well, I did, I, I, Technically, DJ asked that, bitch. Oh, sorry. Come on, you go. No, you go ahead. I got, have you got one in mind? Go. Yeah, I do. I can't find them that. Um, just a touch, but it's just a touch. Yeah. That's good. That's good, lad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay, I've still got you. Um, Quirky Ad6916 asks, who would win in a fight, a cassowary or Gal Gadot? <laughs> cassowary every day. I love that question so much. Gal Gadot was in the IDF in the Israeli Defence Force, uh-huh. which means that she is trained purely for killing children. So when she's... <laughs> I put cassowary, she is absolutely going to get mobbed. Wonder Woman! <laughs> also, I think it's... Are they not the birds that the Australian government declared war on? Yes. No, 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 that's emus. Sorry, that was emus. But cassowary is a fucking brutal. Yeah, yeah. No, but cassowary is a fucking brutal. that clawed feet. Yeah. I just got one chair and I keep killing Oh. More dinosaurs. Because <laughs> no, that was how. Because it's a powerful kit, and they've got sharp fucking toenails as well. What's your thoughts on Galgado in general? IDF and that. That's my mind made up. Well, that's fair. Oh. Um, did they get a choice? Did they get you the do. men get drafted, I believe. No, the women do too. I do. There is that. Um, there's, there's a there's a famous sort of tweet that keeps doing the rounds every now and then, and it's a Taylor Swift fan account. And uh, they tweeted, sorry, uh, I've been inactive for a while. I was in jail. And someone was like, why? And then they replied, because I refused to join the IDF. <laughs> so you do have a choice. No, I don't rate Gal Gadot that much. I, I enjoyed the first Wonder Woman. Have you guys seen Wonder Woman 1984? No, no. It is garbage. Basically, she makes a wish that her boyfriend comes back to life, but he comes back to life in the body of someone else. So the guy's oh. mind, the original guy's mind goes to the back of his head and Chris Pine's character's there. And they do a lot of shagging and Gal Gadot is basically reaping this brain-dead man several times until Chris Pine goes, we need to stop doing this, Wonder Woman. That is significantly worse than what I was hoping you were going to say, which is she's wished her boyfriend back and he's just a reanimated corpse. better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might actually have been... That would, that would have been morally... Yeah. But I mean, what do you expect from morals from someone that was in the idea? <laughs> you know, she didn't write Wonder Woman, yeah? Wonder Woman was in the idea. The character of Wonder Woman. It's Wonder Woman, not a guy who just really liked bondage. So that's why he wrote... He turned Wonder Woman the way he was. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. This thing was really into bondage. That's why he's always gone with the weapon. She's always tied up in certain ways. That's what he's getting. Oh, that that makes sense. Oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah. It's deep, yeah. Also, if you think about it, right? So the first Wonder Woman movie was set in the First World War. Uh-huh. The second one is 1984. Yeah. Right? 
So what was she doing in World War Two? <laughs> I'm telling you, what? There was a skull and crossbones on that car parts. <laughs> which one is um, which one's verbal and which one's written? Is it slander or libel? Oh, blah, blah, blah. I can tell you. Because whichever one it is, are we doing? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Books Between Sisters, which is a podcast that you can find on Spotify, asks, what is your favourite comic book run, DC, Marvel, Image, whatever? Um, I've not read a lot of comic books, but uh, Connor did lend me the Darth Vader series from a few years ago, which is fucking excellent. That's incredible. Which is the one where he has... um, the line where he's surrounded by the rebels and they're like, you're surrounded yeah. and he's like, oh, surrounded by his fear and dead men. Yeah. Which just, is yeah. fucking cracking. That that really speaks to the 14-year-old in me. That's kind of like the same as the old one at the end. Oh. Yeah, I'll done. Yeah. Or even in the Kenobi series, that bit where he's... Have you seen Kenobi? No. All right, I'm looking so at this. Can say no, 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 I won't. Because when you first watch it... Like, the, the scene that I'm thinking of when I first watched it, I was sitting there and I was going, ah, cool. And then, like, you're 30 seconds in, you're going, too far. What I would suggest, what I'd suggest with Kenobi, right, instead of watching the series, download the movie. It's been edited into a movie and they take out a lot of the fluff and stuff like that. Like, there's one or two bits in it that I purely enjoyed because I purely enjoyed taking the piss out of it. Like, there's effectively a bit in the show where Bail Organa contacts Obi-Wan and says, hey, Obi-Wan, it's me, Bail Organa. You know, I work for the Empire at the moment. Uh, I'm looking after Anakin Skywalker's daughter. You're trying to find her. Anyway, I've not heard from you for a while, so I'm going to go to Tatooine to go and see Luke Skywalker. <laughs> so anyway, I hope this doesn't fall into the wrong hands. Bye. Yeah, which is kind I, of the I was like, like D.B. Cooper phoning up his mate and being like, yeah, by the way, I jumped out of that plane. Here's exactly where I've landed. Yeah. And it's, here's where I'm staying, and here's my real name. Also, I've taken the sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. That just really sat wrong with me. I've got, because I'm a huge comic book fan, I've got a couple of runs that I really like. The Batman New 52 Quarter of Owls stories by Scott Snyder are fucking incredible. That's probably one of my favourites. And I really like the Ballad of PJ Maybe and Judge Shred because that spanned about 10 years uh, and had several different writers. I recently found out that Garth Ennis helped write it, who wrote The Boys and Preacher. Uh, he did a lot of work for 2018 back in the day. Um, I don't know if manga counts as a comic. I'd say manga counts as a comic. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Berserk, Kentaro Muir. I've heard good things about Berserk, but I'm not a big manga reader. But... I used to read a lot of manga, but I don't anymore. Or in Inland Saga. We're going to love that. I, I can't remember what the last manga that I read. What? It might have been Battle Royale. I think once I was saying, like, the sort of the Viking Age, mm-hmm. I saw my tale of revenge, and I didn't really work out. And do. Yeah. And Berserk is just, it's very hard to explain. I think the last anime I watched was when I went to the cinema to see Akira in 4K. <laughs> I loved Akira. I've still got Akira on VHX. Thanks, <laughs> Um 
I've only really watched. No, I've watched Studio Ghibli stuff. Uh, yeah, but the only anime series that I've watched is One Punch Man, which I, I never did. watched. That. I really yeah. fucking enjoyed it. Yeah. No, this won't surprise you. No, my dad's watched that. He's a big fan of that. That doesn't surprise me at all. Be honest. Well, my dad doesn't really watch a lot of anime. My mom does. Ah, uh, right. It's not kind of like it's a bit different. Yeah, it's like a it's it's, it's pretty it's, tongue in cheek. Yeah, it's because he's kind of depressed. He's like, he's really, like yeah, he's, he's, he's like achieved, but yeah, it's like yeah, I do now. <laughs> well, like the first scene in the first episode, he defeats a big monster and with one punch because he's one punch man. Yeah, it's like like there's no sport in it anymore. Yeah, it's just, just like this. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Tell me your name, you cold bitch! Let's get it! Tetsuo! like different orders to watch Star Wars it. Yeah, so I sh- uh, uh, Wongo sent me this, um, the Machete Order. Machete Order. <laughs> What's the shotgun order then? I don't know what the shotgun order is. That is that you watch it when you're fucking bored? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Machete Order, I, so it cuts out episode one, Yeah. then you watch episode four and five, yeah. two, three, six. Yeah. And it's, that's meant to build up more yeah. of the oh, Darth Vader. Yeah. Darth Vader thing, yeah. But I said to her, I disagree with cutting out episode one because episode one still has stuff in it that's good. Mm-hmm. Darth Maul. Darth Maul, for one thing. Um, obviously, if, that's, if you're just watching those six movies, Darth Maul doesn't matter because he's not going to come back in Clone Wars. He's not going to come back in Rogue One. Uh, in Solo, sorry. Well, there is a sort of, uh, maybe not so much a theory, but sort of like an analysis of the prequels where... One of the greatest things about the originals is that you've got the, the, the one consistent body in Darth Vader who is constantly getting more and more threatening and closer and closer to, to sort of his goal. Looks out of her and taking over the Empire. So on the, the surface of it, it's kind of disappointing that the prequels are like one body per film. But they sometimes two bodies per film. Well, yeah, I guess, because the Emperor is... About. Emperor's there and Dooku's there as there's, there's minor antagonists and stuff. Yeah. Um, but the idea is that Darth Maul, Ken Dooku, and General Grievous are all failures, but they are all individual components of what makes up Anakin Skywalker and why the Emperor wants him. So Darth Maul is your your skill fighter. Ken Duke is your force user, and General Grievous is just your, um... Yeah, he's a tad to the pilot and all that sort of stuff, and he's just completely... He's, he's your cyborg, because Darth Vader gets all the... Cybernetic implants, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, in that way, they all kind of add up to... If you look at it that way and you're watching it, you're, you're kind of going... Well, I don't really bothered. Bothered. Yeah. I don't know if that's just something that someone's hammered in there to go, this is going to make the prequels better, or if it was planned from the start. I saw something that I hadn't... I can't believe I'd not noticed this before, but uh, someone I saw on the Star Wars Reddit had posted, basically, Star Wars is a different way of telling stories, um, and basically Luke, short for Lucas, as in George Lucas, which yeah. I'd never really thought of before, uh, means bringer of light. 
Uh, so yeah, no, it just means dark father. Dark yeah, father. Yeah, yeah. What language is it that um, Vader means father? Oh, in German. It's German. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't sure if it was German or if it was a uh, one of the Scandi countries. Well, they're all Germanic languages, aren't they? Mm. But I remember reading something about people going to see Empire Strikes Back, and when he says, "No, I'm your father," they were like, "Uh huh." Yeah, <laughs> like that's been established from the start. That's, that's, it's, it's me. One of my favorite things about what Lucas wrote into the original trilogy is that he he says that in, a, in an interview. He basically based the rebels on the Viet Cong mm-hmm. and the Empire on America. Yeah, and there was like a guy who was complaining about that because someone had just said the Viet Cong part. He's like, no, no, that doesn't make sense because that would make it the Empire in America, and everyone's sitting there going, uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> the empire. You'll notice most imperials have British accents or yeah. English accents, um, and if it's not, then it's American, isn't it? Yeah. Well, generally, the stormtroopers have American accents. Stormtroopers tend to have American accents. As far as it goes, Obi Wan, Ray, they've got your English accents, but the rest of the sort of American cast are rebels. Yeah. And then that with Anakin, you know, kind of duplicating the Luke Skywalker role, but you see the echo of where it all is going to go. And instead of do- destroying the Death Star, he destroys the ship that controls the robots. Again, it's like poetry, it's sort of they rhyme. Mm-hmm. Every stanza kind of rhymes with the last one. Hopefully it'll work. So we're back and we've gained my dog and my sister are both listening in on the podcast now. Katie's giving a thumbs up because she's promised she wouldn't speak. In the meantime, let's go for a question from Silkman72. Do you wear wigs? Have you wore wigs? Will you wear wigs? When will you wear wigs? I just, uh, I didn't get the reference for that until Michael showed it to me, which is an interview with uh, Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. And, so hold on, will you? Sean F. I don't wear wigs. I have never worn wigs. I will wear wigs whenever I finish balding. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't wear wigs. I have worn wigs. I've also worn a bald cap. Um, I will probably wear wigs again uh, when I need to. I don't usually wear wigs. I have worn wigs. I could wear a wig. Just whenever the need arises. I've got a... You ever worn a mask you should have called a merkin. I wore I needed a merkin. You wore a merkin? I wore a merkin as a goatee for a production that I did when I was leading the Crusades. You're like the <laughs> opposite of Stragoonie Weaver. Your hair shot pubes out and you're gluing into your face. Yeah. <laughs> it was a merkin made entirely from Sigourney Weaver's pubes. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what all the budget went on for that show. <laughs> uh, I, so that show was a Jerusalem Song of Deeds. And because it had song in the title, they decided to put in a song. There was one song throughout the entire show. It was a very serious show. And just near the start, they had me singing a song about the Crusades. And so again, I was trying to gather people up to lead them to the glory of Jesus and shit like that. It was a really weird show. But yeah, I wore a merkin on my face for that uh, and went madder and madder. And as a teenager, I'd recently watched 
the Dark Knight. So getting madder and madder meant that my eye makeup went weirder and weirder. <laughs> and the costumes department were not happy with me. They were like, what have you done with your makeup? And I was like, I just made it, uh, <laughs> just made it big. You use pubes as fake lashes. I was with Billy Boyd on that. Billy Boyd, right? Yeah. yeah right. That's quite cool. Um, so the, the question we've actually just done, mm. which was... Dominic Monaghan and Elijah Wood has led to you talking about Billy Boyd. Yes, yeah. Uh, strangely enough. Which just goes to show that Sean Aston is everyone's least favourite hobbit. Oh <laughs> <laughs> dear, talk about anybody but him. That fucking fraud. <laughs> In the photo shoots you do with uh, Vogue magazine and Cosmopolitan and uh, Entertainment Weekly Time magazine, your, your hair changes dramatically uh, from short to long. Do you wear wigs? Uh, no, I do not. Have you worn wigs? No, I have not. Will you wear wigs? Maybe. When will you wear wigs? <laughs> Rockout80s asks, what is the oldest movie that you like? I was thinking about that earlier. I was thinking about that earlier, but the movies I've seen that. I've seen some very early movies, um, particularly having gone out with the film student, but there was a lot of crap that she had to watch for syllabus. It was like Casablanca. Yeah, I must think. I've never actually seen Casablanca. It's good. It's a, at the time, I suppose I would have been great. Yeah, at the time, it's a master. Yeah, it's I would say it's probably still great. Yes. I really like uh, To Kill a Mockingbird, and I know that it's... That's, Definitely, it's definitely older. No, I think it has aged well, to be honest. Because it's about Danny be a, a cunt to racial minorities and weirdos. <laughs> but I know there's older movies in it because I feel like it's mid 50s. I think so. To kill off, but yeah, something like that, yeah. But I do really like that movie. A lot of movies that I really like are from the 70s and 80s, oh, I mean, to be honest. To be fair, like, Sorry, just thinking about more like black and white movies. There's your your Laurel and Hardy stuff in there. There's your Charlie Chaplin, like The Great Dictator, is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I don't rate the uh, fucking Harpo and Marx and fucking the Marx Brothers. Oh yeah, I don't rate them at all. I find them almost eerie. Uh, I could see that. I'm trying to remember who the con uh, the comedian is, who basically did all his own stunts, and it was black and white. And he was, like, really fucking funny. Lee Mack. Oh, Lee Mack, yeah. Good darts player there. <laughs> Peter Kay. <Kitty. laughs> I think it was Chaplin. No, Chaplin. it's about Chaplin. Chaplin did a lot. I but... Just because he did all, like, the train dodging and stuff. Oh, I know who you're talking about. That's who I'm trying to... Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing that on an episode of Q.I. Like, years and it was told to play these or the old that, doors that get smashed by the actual trains. That was, like, silent movie, but one... Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a silent film. Was it Harold Lloyd? That's that sent familiar pass. Yeah, I think it was Harold Lloyd I'm talking about, and he did loads of sight gags and things like that. Just um, it's the one where it was always like a car with a policeman chasing someone. Yeah, or like uh, someone just standing on a train track and then Buster Keaton. Buster Keaton, who I'm talking about. Um, so he did bits where like the flat set would fall but he'd happen to be standing at the window so he wouldn't get squished but they did it in real time and everything like that and it's like if this goes wrong yeah you're in hospital man. I took the one with the 
the side of the house falls. Yes. And yeah, yeah. Has to stand in the exact spot or smash his head. Right. <laughs> Just to be fair, audiences probably want to see a man getting just pulled. Yeah. Getting made into jail. I thought that was being like the allure of NASCAR. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think a lot of people watch NASCAR and Formula One things for the, for the crashes. I don't watch Formula One for it, but I do watch NASCAR. Yeah, fair. Well, even then, you've got MMA and boxing where you're watching a guy getting punched in the head a lot. Ah, uh, yeah. I, people get so excited about that. Like, obviously, I drink in the pub quite a lot. Yeah. And I'll watch it if it's on, you know. I don't. But just seeing folk lamping, you know, it's on quite late, so I've usually had to play a lot of drinks by then. Uh, and I'm like, oh, I can, I can watch it. <clears throat> I don't remember watching Mike Tyson when I was younger. He was genuinely skilled. Yeah. It's like, there was a famous video of him in one of his fights where the, someone is just swinging at him, literally a foot away from him, swinging at him, and he misses every single, he dodges every single punch. Aye, right. And okay. hits every single time that he comes around. Cool. And knocks him out in about five punches. There is, there is, absolutely. So he's not quite as good as Saitama then. <laughs> yeah. There is absolutely a skill there. And a little small bull. I find that, <laughs> <laughs> I find that interesting watching it. But then there's part of me that goes like, no matter which fighter it is and which what, if you get punched in the head for a living, you have some horrible opinions, and it's probably due to do with the fact that you get punched in the head for a living. Yeah, a lot of the time. Yeah, I feel like if someone was mouthing off in the public about some horrible view that they had, you could kind of shut that down with "shut up." You get punched in the head for a living. Um, and for a living, and in the pub, it reminds me yesterday. Ali asked me something and went, have you spoken to Michael about that yet? And I said, no, I'm probably going to save a podcast. Um, and you got annoyed because you're like, you can't just keep things for the podcast. I just think it, no, I, to, I totally get, I understand that. But I couldn't tell the story because the guy was in the pub at the time and I don't want to be speaking yeah, about yeah. it while he was there. Yeah. So the boy who was sat with Terry in that last night, kind of shaggy looking dude, leather jacket. Yeah. Yeah. He stands out. He's a strapper. Really? He's a male strapper. I don't like yeah, uh, so he was in the pub the other day and he was speaking to us. Uh, but Kev, of all people, went up to him and went, you're a male strapper, aren't you? And we're like, how the fuck do you know that? And he's like, I've got photos. I'll give you a kiss if you take a jacket. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, this guy, um, we were out having a smoke with him and Kev was asking him all these questions like, all right, so see when you're dancing, are you not wanted you're going to get a stoner? Uh, and the boy's like, nothing works down there anymore, mate. <laughs> and Kev's like alright how's that and basically in the 90s when he first started stripping he took so many drugs that it just didn't work and he basically said he'd been on a 48 hour bender just fucking vodka lager cocaine ecstasy whatever the fuck you want and he got a phone call from his work going on oh, someone's dropped out is there any chance you can day something and he looked at his cock and he said it was like a fucking shriveled raisin and he went, I can't do a show like that. And he went, yeah, I'll do <laughs> So he phoned up his pal and he went round to his to get a blue pill. And he popped that and he was like, oh, nothing's happening, nothing's happening. And he showed up and he's doing the stripping. And then he went full fucking stoner for the entire show. And he's like on people's laps and things just <laughs> like... <laughs> He could take their eyes out of his <laughs> And he was like, oh, this is no one of the line. I was like, no, I fucking believe you because this is so weird and specific. <laughs> it's got to be true. 
Um, have you ever had Pelly Willy? Sorry? Have you ever had Pelly Willy? Is that when you take a blue pill? No, it's when you drop an ecky and you go to the toilet and you just... I've never had eckies. Ah, uh, okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just I've had whiskey deck and, like, coke deck and that. Oh, Pelly Willy is a definite experience. It's, it's a different thing. Probably different thing. <laughs> well, so the next time you're on, DJ, uh, instead of, like, gin and tonic, we'll do uh, ecstasy. Be some man, Ecstasy in a steak pie. <laughs> You got Pilly Willy, man. <laughs> yup. Yeah. It's just the three of us really close to the microphone going, I can't just and spit. I love you. <laughs> I fucking love you too. First question is, I don't care. First 20 minutes would just be non-stop and then it'd just be. <laughs> I love this song, man. What music is playing? <laughs> You're listening to the recording back in headphones. What is up, my memesters? Yota here. And today, looking for ketamine we are. <laughs> Something to take this tonic off and something. Have a buster eaten back. Come closer to the microphone. Come closer to the microphone. Come in. Come in. Come in. And, and Deej, the buckfast there would be drunk, so. It's all this girl. It's a boy and it's the time. What the biggest. I'll take about. Let's get some bread in here and get all Jesus-y. Yeah, we already had the body of Christ <laughs> as well. So what the rest of it? Yeah, Jamie said save a bit from here, but I don't think he needs it. <laughs> I mean, Jamie's a lightweight. <laughs> yeah, in that barn scene, Buster Keaton actually gets clipped in the shoulder and you can see him flinch away from it. Whenever, like, the barn yeah. front falls on him and it goes, and he stands through the window. Yeah. That explains we had one arm longer than the other. Yeah. No. He was like raised in a circus and everything. What was it? Can't I... You think he was raised in the circus that you went back to? Um, just been up for this. So anytime Michael goes back in time, he gets drafted into the circus. Yeah. <laughs> You're like back in time, five minutes, and then some people come by with just big giant nets to catch. <laughs> big hats and giant nets. There he is. It's Tile Boy. <laughs> the required addition for the people to <laughs> catch him. But it's like an interdimensional space agency specifically designed to get you into a zoo. That's why I've never been the Doctor's companion on Doctor Who, because everywhere we go, there's just that one safari guy with a big net. <laughs> it's like the zookeeper from Futurama. What are we going to do today, Doctor? Better rescue Michael from the People's Zoo again. Probably shouldn't joke about that, because People's Zoo's were fucking horrendous. I'm really hoping this is the actual official account, but Gerard Way 01 asks... Have you ever held a grudge against a teacher you still think of today? How did they wrong you? Mr. Sutherland, math teacher. Ah, oh, he was mad. So me and DJ went to the same school. Uh, Michael went to a different school. Yeah. Mr. Sutherland once... I was, like, I'd, I was late to class because I'd been for a smoke. So he pulled me and another boy up and went, Where have you been? You've been smoking. Open your mouths, let me check your breaths. And he checked us both, 
And he said, I was fine. And gave the other boy detention. Hi. <laughs> he was fucking mad. Yeah, he chased. I think his name was Rodden. Chased him literally like the whole was maybe 100 yards. Uh-huh. And he chased him all the way along, screaming at him the whole way because he was late into the room. That's and then he held my pal tie up by his neck in the room once for just be cheeky. Uh, Mr. Wesley grabbed Ross by the hair and slammed him into a locker once. What? Yeah. He was... Uh, yeah, Mr. Leslie. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Leslie was suspended for grabbing someone by the neck and choking them up against the locker once as well. Leslie. Leslie, we... Mr. Leslie, this is the noise again. It's not like the shape, but... So basically, if you were studying in class and people started talking instead of going who's talking or what's all this noise he'd go this is the noise <laughs> and then if it happened again he'd go this is the noise again <laughs> and he'd just go fucking metal but no one took him seriously because he was a wee it's ball like a, like a DJ from the 90s yeah. this, is the, this noise. is the noise this is the noise again <laughs> why does he sound like Sol from Rogue One <laughs> that's what he sounds like it's that's what genuinely <laughs> like vocal it since your legs. Yeah, that... <laughs> I don't know. Thinking about the smoking thing. Um, I mean, I obviously don't know who's going to listen to this, but Ryan Beach, mm. when we were younger, um, I wasn't actually there. It was Conan that told me about it. And they were, they were drinking. Uh, and then, like, you're 14, you go out drinking, 14, 15, you go out drinking, you're smoking bags and stuff like that. You get home. Your parents are happy that you're out drinking and smoking. And um, Beach had got home and his mum was like, have you been smoking? Mm-hmm. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> she goes, let me smell your fingers then. I does it. He goes, no, no, I've been fingering about it. Had he actually, or was he just trying to cover? He was just trying to not get his mum to smell his fingers. <laughs> Fucking hell. Part <laughs> <laughs> oh, the inch is incredible. Um, I'm trying to think about, what was the question again? A teacher, a, that's, wronged a teacher that's wronged you and you still sort of have that disdain for them. Well, there is to this that. Time. Actually, well, it was Sutherland, it's because he insisted on calling me David, which is my name. Yeah. But when I went to... He called me Timeshoot primary school, and it was called BJ. Yeah. And when I went to high school, I didn't react to David because I'd never been called David. Yeah. So it was just a bit like, what? <laughs> yeah, most teachers called me Jamie, but yeah. there was a couple who called me James. My mom and dad actually just asked, can you just call him DJ? Because he's not going to react to yeah. anything else and he's just going to get pissed off. Just, yeah, 100%. Something. And he just made a point of calling me David. So we just fell out. <laughs> I got on with most of my teachers, to be honest. I... Like I was a prefect, despite the fact that I drank and smoked constantly. Uh, and there was a couple of times I was in class pitched, particularly whenever I was doing like the school shows and things like that. But uh, generally, I was I only did school for what three years, so yeah, I was on there for four. Yeah, because I I did I started in uh, third year and left at the end of sixth year, so. There wasn't that much trouble I could get in in that time. 
having not done like primary school in the first and second year. So it's not it's not even so much trouble with it's like a teacher that's wronged you. Oh, yeah. It's the best behaved person in the world. But it was one of our English teachers. I sat next to the corner in English for a standard grade and it was Mr. Grant. And he didn't know which one of us was Michael and which one was Connor. Because he looks Yeah. There's only a foot between us. Um, but, well, no, it's not a foot. I am freaking Asian. I'm taller than most folks. But he asked, um, so he asked Connor a question one day. He, he asked the question out of the class and he goes, you can answer it, Connor. And he was staring right at me. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm safe. I'm not Connor. And Connor's sitting there going, I'm safe. He's not looking at me. <laughs> and then he got fucking raging. He was like, like, don't just look at me. Answer the question. And I'm sitting there going, well, I'm not Connor. <laughs> and I mean, that guy was a weirdo. We, we always used to make jokes about him being a paedophile. And then at one point you go, ah, it's maybe no good to joke about a guy being a paedophile. And then it turns out a couple of years later, he got sacked for being a paedophile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So everyone's got that sort of intuition. Yeah. Um, so obviously you wronged me by getting my name wrong and then turned out you did the worst crime. Yeah, it turns out you wronged other people yeah. worse. So I, I still like to think that I'm the hardest done by that. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, he was a substitute teacher, Mr. Jackson. Do you, you remember him? Yeah. He used to go about with his briefcase um, and he'd do a thing called the briefcase challenge. Yeah, I've, heard, this. I've yeah. heard about this, yeah. Uh, where you had to hold the briefcase at a certain angle for X amount of time, and if you did it, he'd give you a tenner. Was it not like 90 degrees out from your body? Aye. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it was fucking hard to do. It was the last thing in my year could do. Um, back at Valentine. But most other folk couldn't do it. And I really liked him as a teacher. But he always called me Chris. You look like a Chris. Yeah. Call it that, Chris. I don't know. I've said that. Should I commit to it? Uh, yeah, but um, I was speaking to my KP about him the other day, and my KP went, "Do you know how he got the briefcase?" And Nazi gold. You're no far off. Wow. <laughs> Have you heard the story? Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. So then, <laughs> right. So he, uh, his father, was in the war, and he was a para. And he went into a concentration camp and he went through and he was like freeing all these Jewish prisoners of war. And he found this guy who was like fucking stick thin near death, just like holding this briefcase to his chest for dear life. And the guy was like, oh, I'll be hitting that. And took it off him as a souvenir. And then it's been passed down generation in his family now so my KP was told that by his uncle I don't know if you know Ricky Long I don't think I do um, and so Ricky told uh, my KP this story while he was still in school and my KP went in and went Mr Jackson is it uh, true that uh, you got that briefcase because your dad was a para and went into the holocaust and like took it off some Jewish boy and Mr Jackson turned around and went what are you talking about boy <laughs> And apparently it was all bullshit. Right. <laughs> good, oh fuck. Talking waiting. Yeah. Talking of uh, lies and getting you going. So 
JC's got a black eye at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Aye, that's right. Yeah. So Kev turns to JC the other day and goes, Oh, how'd you get that black eye? And I turned to Kev and went, Fucking, why are you asking that when you're the fucking cause of it? And I turned away from Kev immediately because I was laughing. And I looked to JC and I was like, Please give me eye contact so I can like tell you through my expression that we are lying. And he went, Oh, what did I have to do with it? I was like, Do you not fucking remember Saturday night? And he's like, no, I remember Saturday night. I remember we were like, we, uh, we were in here, we went to 31, we went back here, we were, went to the gig for a bit. Uh, no, I remember it. It was fine. And I was like, yeah, do you not remember the fucking out of towner like starring on you? And he was like, what? And John was like, ah, oh, right, okay, so this fucking out of towner is starring on Kev. And he was like, why was he starring on me? Well, like, he just took a disliking to you. He was like, was I being a cunt? And we went, no more than usual. <laughs> um, and John had to pull this guy off Kev, took him outside. The guy lamped John, but then John knocked him out. And we had Kev going on this for ages. Like, he totally believed that he was like, I'm really sorry, I'll have to buy you a drink. I can't believe that's happened. And eventually, we were like, right, okay, Kev. That's not what happened. And John was like, aye, because there's no fucking way somebody's giving me a shiner. He got off his puppy, jumping up. <laughs> and Kev was like, oh, thank fuck. Like, he was terrified. Um, and John was like, but somebody did start on you and I did take him outside and I did lamp him. And Kev was like, fuck, why can't I remember this? And later that night, like, Kev was getting really quite wound up by this. And I was like, Kev, it didn't happen. Like, we've made the whole thing up. And he was like, oh, fuck's sake. I thought, like, I thought it was weird that I couldn't remember it. And he went out the next day, and the next day was his birthday. So he goes into the pub, opening time, basically. And he's speaking to Nav behind the bar. And he's like, oh, do you know anything about this boy who stars up in bed? <laughs> so Nav phones John, and he's like, who the fuck was starting on weekend? <laughs> and John's like, how would I know? And he was like, Saturday, apparently you sorted out. You took the boy outside and barred him. And John's like, has he fucking told you that? Because he knows it's a lie. <laughs> Can you go five minutes without wired? <laughs> Me? No, God, no. I, because just I'm hearing Anna Kendrick, what about lies, Jimmy? <laughs> I saw John last weekend and I did see his, his black eye and I didn't want to ask him about it in case he had been in a fight. And I just, I just thought to myself, it's none of my business. Right. And then he'd tell me that he got off the dog. Um, but, <laughs> which kind of reminds me of a different story. Where this, the woman that I work with, Pam, who's in her 70s, is very posh and so sound and so lovely. And one of the other women that works up in the office, it was absolutely chucking it down one day and she came down to where we were and um, put her swimming goggles on as a joke mm-hmm. because it was chucking it down. And they were in her car and she thought it would be funny if I put my goggles on. Ah, oh, women who does bits like that. <laughs> yeah. And Pam never said anything. <laughs> And afterwards, um, Nicola was sort of like, to her, like, I, like, you just, you were just too polite to say anything about me having my goggles on and Pam turned to her and went, I thought you might have had conjunctivitis on. jeez. Which we have for being so nice, but at some point you've got a question. Oh, 100%. Um, going back on it, I don't think a teacher has ever 
Well, that's the question. That's the question. Yeah. And then, did I have another one? The teacher called me stupid in primary school. It's kind of stuff. Fuck off. Yeah. Oh, called me, my mum's called me lots of things uh, during my homeschooling. But, bastard there, boy. <laughs> You're a bastard there, boy. Why not? Should we get Dr. Dalmira? <laughs> no, Dr. Dalmira had just left when I started school. He used to call everybody white boy. Yeah, so he did. Yeah, I heard the breath out this. Um... I had my Reggie teacher was Miss McTavish <laughs> and there was a way to do it but you could get him to spend the entire 15 minutes of Reggie just telling stories and that was great but one of my favourite stories about him was he was stood in the tall building and just like watching kids going up and down the stairs and he was just stood there with his arms folded shaking his head going maggots absolute <laughs> maggots <laughs> sorry is he like an old-time British version of a Nazi officer. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the Marines. What's it? Yes. Oh, right. Okay. So still a bastard. Still a bastard of a man. Never been in geography. Mr. Kirkpatrick. I never had a A joke to the effect of that everyone from Hayworth was absolute scum and deserves to die. Not realising that half the class was from Hayworth. Change your audience, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ What about teachers out there Isn't that Oh fuck yeah Absolutely What good teachers out there as well One of my teachers And I won't say her name Because she is a good teacher uh, Had a porno that she did in her youth And that Spread around everyone's Bluetooth Like fucking wildfire But the thing is She looked like Dawn French <laughs> Okay Now we're getting somewhere So my celebrity crush. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. That just spread around everyone's phones. And I never had as a teacher and I never saw the video. I don't think I saw the video. Or it was a teacher. I think she, she was quite new and she was quite young and she was quite fit. And all, there was just guys in her class. English teacher. Yeah. All the things that you think she taught, what do you think she taught? Um, We'd what? Young, attractive, all guys in our class. Graphcom? Geology. Geology. You said the geology class? Yeah. Apparently that was too Protestant for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was hoping to tune there. <clears throat> I only took it because it was the only one that was acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that would be quite interesting. Rocks, isn't it? <laughs> Do you write? Uh, <laughs> do you write for the Oxford Dictionary? Geography, geography, rocks, isn't it? We're talking about geology, Jimmy. That's fucked. No, fuck that joke up, Bowner. Yeah. Dan, your question. I feel like it's flowing more, and quality is steadily going. It's like a halfway. It's like it's got halfway from where we drink. Eventually, it's going to give us cancer. Oh, I'm not surprised. This podcast may cause cancer. That's the cold open right there. Um, how many questions? We've got quite a lot left. Shedding Panda asks, what hangover cure do you swear by? A fried egg sandwich with salt, pepper, and hot sauce. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I think the obvious one to say is, if you can, just like, get on it again because you do tend to feel better after a couple of years 
don't think that's the obvious one for me because I've got a bit of a hangover routine, especially on a Sunday. Do you? Yeah. Right, what's your hangover routine? Wank. Wake up, shag your sister. <laughs> I'm not shagging my sister. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have a sister. <laughs> right. Routine. Uh, that, that was your routine, is it? Why? <laughs> Katie's absolutely trying not to make any noise and she's greeting in the background. White shower, coffee, Friday, peace. Aye, fair. Uh, my, I've not had this, I've not done this for a while, but uh, mine used to be uh, wank, bath, and Lucas Aid Sport. It looks like sport. What are you laughing at? Is there a separation or is it? There's a separation. Yeah. This is where it went in the back of the shower, it just hardens. And it's just you like, ah, someone's got to bring the toffee hammer. It's set. And say it. Oh, see when it's wet semen in your leg hair. <laughs> you have leg hair. Oh, it's not good content. <laughs> you have the shins of an 80 year old man who's been wearing long socks all his days. Actually, no, that's, 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 that's a decent bit like you spell. I'm more like than I'm Fucking hell. GMSR, you look. I, I want to get DJ as a guest to just read out the airs. Uh, What's your name? Like the video voice. Thing. Yeah. Tell you now that I've, I failed English in school and I passed French, so it's never going to be. Yeah, it's never going to be French to me. One, I think it's GM. Sorry, but yeah, yeah. This dentist turned their money with bad teeth, so why should I buy toothpaste that's recommended by dentists? It's a good question. That's a good question. Brush your teeth with honey. And I capitalized the comment, I think that well, if someone says if you should buy anything, you should look and see if they profit from it. Mm, yeah, that's a good point. Because if they do, fuck it. Just don't. Just. It's probably shit. They analyzed the... So they looked at the teeth in the um, the, the folk that were, like, buried in Pompeii. Uh-huh. And they had, like, really, really good teeth for the time, I guess. Yeah, because uh-huh. they had, like, a a diet that was like really fish heavy and stuff like that yeah so like people I think the thing with with dental hygiene this is nothing to do with the actual question apart from the fact that like dental hygiene's coming here but um, it's green and it's stuff like bread that causes a lot of the cavities because there's like historical records where farming of of cereal crops comes in and then you get a lot of cavities and a lot of poor dental health because when you eat bread Mm -hmm. and carbohydrates there's enzymes in your saliva already that turn into sugar, and sugar's not good for your teeth. It's yeah, bacteria and stuff like that. So, like old diets where you're eating a lot of meat and stuff like that, people tend to have a lot of white teeth. So, don't brush your teeth with toothpaste. Get a slabby fucking steak. <laughs> Rub it a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's. 
I remember going to the dentist when I was younger. Uh, I've talked about my terrible teeth before on this podcast. Um, and they basically went, oh, what's the worst thing for your teeth, do you think? And I went, I don't know, fizzy drinks, smoking. And they went, crisps. It is. It's crisps. Because crisps stick to your teeth. It sticks. Um, so particularly things like Watsits and, yeah. I mean, toothpaste is actually good for, for brushing your teeth. Ah, it's, yeah. It's got to contain fluoride though it's got fluoride in it yeah it's as long as it's not too much fluoride yeah because then you're not liars yeah when my teeth don't come in properly yeah old gummy old gummy <laughs> when i was younger i had to get half of my baby teeth because they didn't come out you got half your baby teeth removed yeah oh i went oh fuck that and i can still remember having like a mouthful of blood my first tooth <clears throat> that I had removed was a sex um, incisor, I think. Uh, and it was on my 13th birthday. So I went, got my tooth taken out, went home, and mum was like, happy birthday. There's a PlayStation 2. And I was like, yay! <laughs> There's a fear of folks, I was. <laughs> no, I was just happy that I got a PlayStation what was weird was uh, I was really into Gorillaz at that point and I had a CD of Demon Days. Fantastic album. But there was one track on my CD that didn't work, uh, which was Kids With Guns. So when I went to the dentist, they went, do you want to listen to something while we extract your tooth? And I went, what albums have you got? And they had uh, Demon Days. And I was like, I want to hear Kids With Guns because I've not heard it before. Yeah. Um, and I was just sitting there getting my tooth extracted to the banging beats of the gorillas. But yeah, I mean, it made me comfortable. Yeah. And then I got a PS2. Fucking great day. Yeah. When I was a bit older, I got like, uh, I had three extra teeth. Mm. I had one behind my front tooth and one at each side. Oh, wait, what about crowding? Yeah, oh, yeah. so about crowding as well. So my granddad, he had his baby teeth, obviously, and then he had his adult teeth. <laughs> my granddad but he lost a lot of his teeth just over the years and he had an entire new set come in afterwards so he had three sets of teeth total well we could shut I and then he got falsers after that day but he had set, a couple of his teeth came in like a third Damn. tooth I've never heard this are you lying no, I'm not lying, Katie. Come on. <laughs> you talk about wisdom teeth. No, he genuinely had extra teeth come in after his adult teeth fell out. I deemed them not impossible. No, neither did I. That wasn't all his teeth. There was like a, a couple who came back in afterwards. But this could be uh, my mother lying. She is a Morrison. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure. Maybe you were really upset on your 13th birthday and she was like, well. You might grow more. Uh, right, maybe. Ipana presents Bucky Beaver Space Guard. Brush it, brush it, brush it. Here's the new Ipana with the brand new flavor. It's dandy for your teeth. It's the K-Germ, and he's headed this way. <laughs> I'm gonna make cavities in everybody's teeth. New Ipana knocks out Decay Germ's best of all eating brands, including fluoride toothpaste. 
Russia, Russia, Russia. Here's the new Ipana with the brand new flavor. Knocks out DJ germs. Best, fresh, clean, and minty. You'll like it. New Ipana toothpaste. That is my pets. Jeez. Please. Everyone thinks they're, they're pecs. And you're making them out to be the, the jiggly shapes that they are. You don't know, I've not seen you for all this. Yeah, good. Yeah. Um, Wanked man soon. <laughs> to see a bad deal of beer. I can't even get that all. <laughs> That's why I take low pill. <laughs> so, Michael McGinnis, Jamie, have you ever had Pelly Willies? <laughs> no, I told you. Not. Fizzy Fix 102 asks What cartoon do you still like to watch? Most of them. I still watch loads of cartoons. Yeah. Uh, family Guy, Samurai Jack. I don't watch a lot of Family Guy anymore. I watched Samurai Jack when it came out, the original. Um, I've been watching Solar Opposites, just finished that yesterday. Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty has a new season coming out shortly. I stopped watching that, actually. Did you get bored of that? I just got bored of it, yeah. I will literally watch like Hanna-Barbera stuff and Tom and Jerry. I just really like cartoons. Always have. Future Isle of Simpsons saw still up there. I've yeah. been watching both of those recently. South Park, I rewatch yeah. quite regularly. Yeah. Um, if something's a comedy, a sketch show, or a cartoon, I've probably seen it at least a little bit. There are some cartoons and things that I find to be absolute garbage. Yeah. Did you see um, and Champ? I disenchantment. I I got quite enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was okay. There was jokes in it that I like, but it doesn't compare to Matt Groening's other stuff. It's not Futurama and it's not The Simpsons. Mm. It's I would rather watch it than a lot of recent Simpsons. Oh, this is not seen enough recent Simpsons to it's have an argument for that. Fucking big day for a longer than that. Yeah, but uh, did you see Danny DeVito's Twitter? I, last night. Yeah, he was live tweeting that because he's got a cartoon. He's got a cartoon come out with his daughter, Lucy. <laughs> I keep doing it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Let's just make light noise. Yeah. Um. So I think it's... It's Di DeVito, Lucy DeVito and Aubrey Plaza starring in this uh, cartoon that's... Uh, I'm going to have to actually look it up. Thinking how much of this episode we can make in a bonus Patreon uh, <laughs> content because we've just cut it out. Yeah. Uh, let all the silences. But let all demon by uh, Diane DeVito, or it's starring Diane DeVito, Lucy DeVito, and Aubrey Plaza. I've watched the trailer for it, it looks quite good. Uh, but I can't find anywhere to watch it without paying for it. <laughs> oh, Cowboy Bebop. I never watched Cowboy Bebop. Look at that. The half of the worst of jazz. You like jazz. You like jazz? You like jazz, space cowboy? <laughs> yeah, still watch a lot of cartoons. Depends it. Did you guys watch the reboot of the Warner Bros. thing? Like the, what's it called? Uh, Animaniacs? No. Oh, no. That's, that's really good. That's really funny. 
I didn't watch Animaniacs in the 90s. I watched it. I did. More recently than that. And... I watched it in the 90s. I watched Looney Tunes in the 90s. I watched all... I watched Looney Tunes in the 90s. Yeah. So I did. didn't watch Animaniacs. Original Tom and Jerry. Uh-huh, yeah. I did. Yeah, I saw all that. Yeah, I remember watching There's a lot of, of band Tom and Jerry stuff it. there. Never when it... I ever watched a lot of this when it came out because I don't remember what I was up to in the 90s because I'm not old. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. Child of Spring. Yeah, we're old. Yeah. DJ, how old are you? 30. 30. So you've still got 10 years on them. 31 in December. Fuck off. <laughs> Why do you keep saying in the podcast I'm much older than I am? <laughs> People think you're far because it's gonna be really weird. And there's like this podcast that's out there, like, or one of the hosts is 40 and the other one is like in his mid 20s. What like, are you being? You're born in 1983. <laughs> <laughs> Your deal for sitting here and listening and watch. I like the idea of Harold saying it. I like the idea of right. So if you tell someone you're 29, mm-hmm. but the way that you look just now, someone is going to go, he just looks like a 29 year old. Whereas if I tell someone you're 40 and they'll look at you, they're going to go, that's a weird-looking 40-year-old. When I say that I'm 29, folk don't believe me. A lot of folk think I'm in my mid to early 20s. Not a fucking chance. No, I know. I look, look tired. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't look good. Uh, it's all flipped for me. When I was like 16, 17, I got accused of being... Late twenties, early thirties. Accused of being, you know, was this like a weird relationship thing? Or... <laughs> no, just people when generally. If I asked someone, like, just if someone asked how old I was, and I told them, I used to be like, no, nigga, fucking no. Well, I'm in... when I was at college, uh, we were all talking about ages, and there was a lassie in my course went, uh, "How old are you?" And I went, "How old do you think I am?" And she went, "I don't know, twenty uh, two. I think at the time I was." 27, 28. Um, and she was like, oh, okay, yeah, I can see that. She was like, don't know why I thought you looked so young. And she must have really taken my <laughs> face in during that comment and gone, oh, yeah, this cunt's old. <laughs> uh, and when I did, I'm starting uni in September. And when I went for my, like, interview, there was a bunch of folk there and they were, clearly fresh out high school and one of the lassies there went so what high school you just finished from and i was like i am longer so much older than you homeschool yeah i just done homeschool i think i turned 19 the last time i was in college and i went in hungover as fuck and someone asked me what i've been up to it was my birthday the night before mm. and they said oh how old are you and i said oh, i'm 19 and they were like Really? Like, well, uh, nineteen. Really? Like you were like twenty-eight. See, I can't think of knowing you when you were younger. I think I know you purely through like Nick and Alan and then that sort of Elif group. Yeah. About then, I used to have like a proper skinny to know. I can't imagine that. I can't imagine you with skinhead. skinhead. And the the last year at work, I had uh, one guy say that he thought I was eighteen, and one guy said that he thought I was twenty-nine. So, uh, okay. No, I don't know. So you're a shapeshifter. No, I think what's happened is the guy that thought I was 18 has obviously looked at me and gone, that man does not have a single facial hit to his name. Uh, and yeah. the other guy's looked at me and gone, some size of laddie. <laughs> I get the facial hair one a lot as well. 
folks looking and going, no. There was, I I think I went like a week, I just could be all shaming. Um, and the amount of comments that I got on it, like, oh, you've, what's happening? You let yourself go? It was like, I've got like a little bit of fucking stubble. Like, no, no. I'm not even if I shave, like, properly shave, you properly shave, one I, day. I don't think I'd recognize you completely shaved. Yeah, I like you still make sure. Yeah. <laughs> when I see you, I'm like, it's DJ. He's got his glasses. He's got his sort of curly hair. Usually mid length, quite sure. You've got your decent sized beard and you've got Sigourney Weaver's pubes. <laughs> yeah. Always. Always. Since the. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, is there any other questions you guys want to ask? Why do you I've got, I've, I've just very recently got a question. Why have you got a baggie for Mr. Gunny Weaver's pews? <laughs> well, the Sea Kings are our editors. Oh, okay, so your dad also had a bag of... Possibly. It's a handy down. It's like the Nazi suitcase. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. You stormed a prisoner of war camp and there was one old boy holding out a bag of pews. <laughs> It's, a, it's an itch that's hard to scratch. You've got to pass these things there. Oh, is that us? Absolutely. I think so. Everything else. Right. Religion or Perry. Uh, there's always <laughs> fucking religion. Uh, religion and incels is what I would say is what's left of our questions. No, the so, only one that's left that's not is how would you prefer to be served a headfish? I don't know what a headfish is. Like, is a, head a fish's head? It's a group of fish. It's right. just a way to describe a group of fish. If I was. Given a fish's head to eat, I would want a monkfish. It's ugly as fuck, but the cheeks are good. It tastes good. But when I heard head fish, I was like, it's like a particular salmon that's head of their family. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like the dad. Like, yeah. Carved the turkey at the end. Yeah. <laughs> you come to me on the day. <laughs> You'll be sleeping with the humans. You <laughs> come to me on the day of my daughter spawning. Would <laughs> you come in the water? <laughs> Fuck. That's what crashed it. Oh, yeah. It was a, a, couple, a, a very far call back to the 90% rule. Yeah, yeah the 90%. <laughs> but Ali was looking up stuff yesterday and apparently whales. They don't actually come inside a female whale. They just come, they just come in the sea, and it's ninety percent doesn't get in, but ten percent does. In the first <laughs> rule, fuck. Okay, it seems to be a nature thing where ten percent, ten percent is the rule. Yeah. Okay. What are we to think of that? <laughs> the big questions from Michael McGinn. And what are we to make of that? So that's my Mr. Leslie voice then. <laughs> what are we to make of it? Noise. <laughs> DJ, thank you so much for being here. Um, I'm sorry it took so long to set up the microphones, but um, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's good crack. You enjoyed yourself? Uh-huh. Yeah, good. What the year? Um, as always, you can follow us on Twitter, Reddit. You can support us on Patreon. And Michael, closing regards. Fuck Nazis.